This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. How long, O Lord, how long? That's the question of King David, recorded in the words of Psalm 13. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long? Shall my enemy be exalted over me? Now, this particular psalm isn't attached to any specific event in King David's life. And I guess it really doesn't need to be. David's life was one that was difficult at times, full of challenges full of suffering. I mean, think about his life facing Goliath, running and hiding from his father-in-law, King Saul, ruling a growing kingdom, ruling while there were family squabbles, the worst of which led to a son who rebelled against him. David even had to leave Jerusalem as his son attempted to usurp his power and authority. King David dealt with adultery and then committed murder to cover up the adultery. King David had a long convalescence at the end of his life, facing old age, even eventually death. It could have been any of these events, or the countless others that time fails us to mention, that led King David to write those words, How long, O Lord, how long? And the question just kind of hangs out there, doesn't it? How long? For 1,000 years, King David's question is left unanswered. Until finally, our Lord Jesus Christ answers it in our gospel lesson for today. How long? Only a little while. David asked the question four times, how long, how long, how long, how long? Jesus answers it seven times, or at least seven times the answers given in our gospel lesson, only a little while. Only a little while. Thus, Jesus teaches us 
how long our struggles in this world will be. Only a little while. Now, the question and the answer can't help but make us think about the day that we are remembering today also, Mother's Day. Because this is the same conversation that mothers have with their children all the time. The mother takes the child to the doctor to get a shot. The child asks mom, how long will it hurt? What's mom's answer? Only a little while. Then you'll forget about it. Soon we'll begin family vacation time over the summer, facing long drives across our country. Mom, how long until we get there? Only a little while. The constant question around our house, Mom, how long until dinner? Only a little while. The first day of school, Mom, how long will you be gone? Only a little while. The child's question is almost always out of fear and trepidation and uncertainty and wondering at what's going on. The mother's answer is always given with love and compassion and patience. In our gospel lesson, in the exact same way, on Maundy Thursday, Christ, out of love for his disciples and his church, gives them a promise that his absence will only last a little while. And when the little while's over, they will see him again. Yes, Jesus will be arrested, tried, found guilty, and killed within 24 hours of speaking these words. How long will he be gone? What will we do? Jesus has already given the answer. Only a little while. And then he'll raise from the dead. Only a little while and he'll return to them. Only a little while and their joy will be complete in him. It's a promise. A promise made out of his love compassion, and patience. Only a little while and he'll return alive forever. Only a little while because not even death can keep Jesus away from his people forever. Only a little while. It's a promise that Jesus repeats at his ascension, which we will soon celebrate. Jesus has risen from the dead. 
Surely now he's going to change this entire world and make it perfect and complete. But the disciples are confused. He's ascending into heaven. They're standing there watching him. Where are you going? How long will you be gone? When will you come back? An angel appears and speaks God's promise. He'll come back. In only a little while, the same way that you saw him go, you will see him return to bring our world to its conclusion. To bring you to a new world where there will be no more suffering, struggle, pain, or the like. Only a little while. Dear Christians, that promise is for you. It's not just the disciples that Jesus speaks those words. He also speaks them to you. Only a little while. Yes, here, now, you do face suffering. Those are the birth pains that Jesus spoke about in our gospel lesson. You are sinned against. That means that people sometimes treat you poorly. They hurt your reputation by spreading lies and rumors about you. By gossiping. They steal from you. There may even be people who physically hurt your body or your soul. You carry those sins with you day in and day out. And you cry out just like King David, How long, O oh Lord, how long? Jesus answers, only a little while. And not only do people sin against you, but the world also promises to mistreat you merely because you are Christian. They promise to make fun of your faith, to mock you for your unscientific belief in the resurrection. They promise to treat you poorly. Even this morning around our country, groups have promised to interrupt church services merely because we believe God's word. In some places, which may happen here someday, 
Christians are kidnapped and even killed for being Christian. We hear about this. We see it. And we cry out, how long, O Lord, how long? And he answers, only a little while. And it's not just other people who sin against you. It's not just the world that sins against you. You sin as well. You sin against others. You hurt them. You break God's commandments time and again. All ten commandments, in fact. Meaning you'll at times have a broken relationship with the people in your life. And you'll at times have a broken relationship with your God. You'll do wrong. In fact, you do do wrong all the time. So do I. So do we all. And the reality of those consequences we carry day in and day out. Broken families where one member of a family won't talk to another for decades. Broken homes where people feel unsafe. Arguing congregations often over silly things. And the cry goes out, how long will this nonsense go on? Jesus answers, a little while. And at the end of it all, because of our sin, will die. I will die. You will die. Your body will grow cold. Your pulse will stop. Slowly you'll decompose. Even the name engraved on your tombstone will slowly erode away. Until finally, the world forgets everything about you. That's what sin brings. And about death, we ask, How long, O Lord? How long? Jesus answers, only a little while. The grave is not our final resting place after all. It's only a short stop until Christ returns to raise us. And he will raise us. After all, he bled and died and rose himself. 
So that that would be the reality for you. Your soul will never die. It already has eternal life in Jesus, who died and rose himself. When sin kills your body, your soul will not rest in the grave. It will be with Jesus. The angels will bear it to him. And on the last day, when the little while is over and Jesus returns, he will reunite you, body and soul, together to live forevermore with him. It's only a little while, dear Christian. Soon, very soon, Jesus will come back. Look at the signs around the world. The trees are coming in to bear fruit. Christ's return is near. And when he comes, when the little while of suffering and struggle and pain is over, you'll be with Jesus in peace, with comfort, with joy. There'll be no more sin in the day of resurrection. You'll be with Jesus. His blood will cover you, washing away all of your guilt through the waters of holy baptism. There'll be no more consequences of sin either. No more broken relationships. Not hurt body or soul or conscience. Only God's presence wiping every tear from your eyes. And in the resurrection, others will not sin against you either. All hurts will be healed. There'll be no more wrong. All of it will have been paid for. There'll be no more consequences for sin either. No sickness, no disease, no suffering, no death. Everything in the resurrection will be perfect. So perfect, you cannot even fathom how wonderful it will be. How long will it last? Is there a little while attached to this as well? How long will we be with God? Forever. And ever. And ever. World without end. That's not a little while. It's time so long that when the first million years are accomplished, you'll be no closer to the end than when you first began. And you'll be with God. Right now, we are in the little while of this world. But forever is coming. It will soon arrive. So take advantage of the little while that you have here. You only have a little while to be in church. You only have a little while to love the people God has put in your life.
you only have a little while to invite people to come here to hear about forever. You only have a little while to kneel to receive Christ's body and blood. You only have a little while to read the gospel. Because there's only a little while till Jesus takes you home. Forever is coming, dear Christian. It belongs to you now, though it's not yet fully realized. But soon, the fullness of eternity will be made known to you. Just a little while more in this world. Just a little while more to endure persecution. Just a little while more to grind through day after day of sin. Only a little while, and then forever. For Christ is risen, he is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We stand and sing the offertory. This has been With Intrepid Heart Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. The words, With Intrepid Hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, By God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession and give an account of it. We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it.